0: This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. Welcome aboard, and we're going to kick off tonight's program here in just a moment. I got to get my browser up here again. Oh yes, did I lose Substack? No, it's there. Okay. Hey, by the way, are you on my Substack list? What is Substack? Well, it's an email list. I don't send out emails that often. Maybe once a month, tops. Right now, and if you want to stay connected with me. That's the first place that you need to go and do it. Sign up, omegaman.substack.com. Now, my social media accounts can go dark at any time without any notice. Uh, we're not pulling any punches here on Omega Man Radio, and as we approach the election, you better believe the censors are going to be doubling down. That's why you don't see me on YouTube on a regular basis. Because there certain programs that will get me struck down, and then we would lose a ninth channel or eighth, whatever it is. But they can't get podcasts. Not yet. And uh, my Substack page is held up for whatever post I want to send out. It's actually a great system. So, Whereas you may be able to see me on Facebook for now, Facebook could go down. They have been known to do that before. Or they'll pull your account or block us. Not on Substack. So if you want to remain in the loop with anything going on. Some people say, hey, what's going on? I can't find you. Are you on my sub stack? No? Okay, well, then get there because I'll keep you posted on schedule changes, new updates, exciting things that are coming to Mega Man and, you know, just any important news we want to get out to you. Free OmegaMan.substack.com. Go there. Sign up. I'm getting ready to send out a uh, news alert here in just a few minutes. So, we are on our new schedule. Officially, we started this in January. We're broadcasting evenings, not mornings anymore, except for international shows. We're doing evenings, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, most nights. We'll go later if we need to. Doesn't mean I might not do an early bird show. Actually, I've got one for Tuesday with Rob Bell. Uh, Rob Yeah, Rob Bell, but uh, Rick Bell, excuse me, not Rob Bell, Rick Bell. But that's an exception to the rule. Only where I need to do something in a morning slot to get a guest that can't do an evening, we'll do that. Wednesdays, of course, we are on every week at 10 a.m. Eastern. Some Wednesdays we'll have three shows. Now, where do you stay up to date on what schedule we've got for the day? I'm posting that to the top of my Facebook page as a pinned post so even if I put more posts than that and I usually do on that wall in a day, it won't get buried just look at the very top of my page for the current day and it will show you if we got anything running, like you'll see Mondays up there right now Facebook link, Mr. Shannon Ray Davis no spaces, no period link from that on my on my website as well of course our official website been that way since the beginning, will be till Jesus comes back. OmegaManRadio.com. You also want to bookmark that. Uh, that gets updated before anything else. And then I will alert you to updates through there and also the Substack page. If you've got that bookmarked and you're on my Substack page, you will stay in the loop as much as you want to be. Okay. New schedule. I can tell you for the first time, last night, I went to bed early, it was about 11.10, and I got a, I got about six hours sleep, really got my first full night of sleep, and I don't know when, months and months and months, maybe a year, you know, since we started those uh, morning shows, which was a late night for me. And then, for a few weeks, I've been working on a contract assignment, which has ended today, uh, work and make a little bit of extra money. It was a temporary assignment. It's finished. However, with that, I was going all night, not going to bed usually till about five, six a.m. in the morning. Then getting up an hour or two later to start these shows. So you can imagine, for the last couple of weeks, I've been zapped. Haven't been to the gym. Had no energy. Wasn't sleeping more than a few hours a night. And then trying to you know get some hours later on before I had to go back to work. So, praise God. I got my schedule back last night. And I'm going to be going to bed early to be able to get up and be fully charged for the Omega Man broadcast every evening your time. And so, uh, praise God for that. Feels good to have finally got some sleep. And I'll tell you, it was hard as heck to reset. How do you reset? When you stayed up till six AM. Then try to go to bed early. It just doesn't happen that easily, but finally did. I'm going back to the gym today. I'm telling you the truth. I miss the gym. I gotta get my pump on. Remake diet is working good. That is maintaining. God deliver me a coffee. I will not drink coffee again until I see Jesus. If he wants to drink a cup, well, that time, whatever he wants to do. I'm done. It cured me of LRP. No more silent reflux. Praise God. I was plagued with that. It was a caffeine. Caffeine is uh, really not good for you. I don't care what some of these journal reviews have said. fact is it's not. And listen to Dr. Barbara O'Neill. She'll tell you all about caffeine. It's not good for the brain. Not good for the heart. It is a stimulant. It is great if you want to go to the gym. What a price you will pay. We've got to find another stimulant. I'm working on that. Give me a little turbo boost to get in the gym. Get the, you know, the reason you take caffeine is because it will push you through your workout. But there's side effects to it. And um, praise God. God deliver me of that. Also, with the, the cream. I haven't had cream, in a, you know, since I had my coffee. Have no reason to have sugar now. I was putting cream and sugar in my coffee. I'm I'm delivered. I do use some sweetener, though, honey, in my, uh, and medjol dates in my oatmeal that I make with water. Quick oats. Made about one minute. Narita makes it so fast, it's amazing. I just ask her for it, and bam, it's done about two minutes. That's what I eat in the morning, sometimes at night, too. I'm on the protein diet just eating chicken and steak maybe once or twice a week. Steak has went up in price here and if I can't get it on special price I don't buy it. I mean it is expensive. If you want to get the good stuff grass fed you know not corn fed God did not create animals to eat corn they would eat grass so your your beef should be grass fed grass-finished, not corn-fed, or corn-finished. Garbage in, garbage out, so I can't get it a reasonable price. I just eat more organic chicken. So I'm about 90% chicken right now. And uh, I did tweak the diet. This is not a, a lion diet or a carnivore diet. I don't eat any vegetables. Not at this juncture. I may go to a chlorophyll drink later. I, I will eat um, an avocado that's not really a vegetable. That's a fruit, isn't it? But I am having some um, cashews with sea salt and some pumpkin seed. Anti-parasitic. Also give you a little bit of energy. And uh, it satiates my appetite in between, you know, g- getting a meal. Otherwise, my stomach would hurt. Have, pop a couple cashews, I'm okay. And then I'll have popcorn, which is really the uh, the question mark here. That is my snack. So I'm not 100% clean yet, but I am having some popcorn with butter. I use olive oil, real butter, sea salt. Celtic salt is better. And uh, just drinking water and coconut water. Nothing else. No teas, no coffees, no sodas. Um, I had to get delivered a pizza. That was difficult. And I may allow myself a cheat night. You know, I had a cheat night this weekend. And you know what really sucked? The food sucked and afterwards I thought, why did I do that? I don't need a cheat night. You know, once you begin to eat clean and you put that other stuff in you. Even if just once a week, you know, it's it didn't make me feel good at all. I had regret. So I don't think I'll be doing that again this weekend. At any rate, uh I'm within my target window of where I need to be at this juncture and more weight to lose. This is a year to remake yourself. 50 pounds and 54 in 2024 20, is my goal. Get down to 125. If you call me skinny, that is a compliment. Okay. Mama likes it though, so that's all that's important really. Okay, so I want to give you an update on that. Uh, that is moving forward. I encourage you to get started. This is a year to start. The hardest part is getting started. If you want to do push-ups, you can only do one. That's a start. When I started to lift those dumbbells, it was only two minutes. Then I got it up to nine. I got to rework that catch-up. I'm going back in training mode today. But, but weight is under control. Diet has been cleaned up. Supplementation is important. Bring that back, Judah. And then, of course, uh. There's nothing like exercise. You will not get where you want to be with that exercise. It's just not doable. Not to mention, if you want to keep those muscles and tendons and ligaments, your joints and your bones lubricated and strong, you must have exercise. It won't happen any other way. Keep the heart strong. Exercise. But it doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to get on a fitness trainer. Two dumbbells and a exercise bike or a treadmill is really all you need. Praise the Lord. More on that on another program. But I want to give you an update. So we are pushing forward even though you may not see the amount of uh, YouTube shorts that I was posting before on that subject. Okay. Now, with that, we're going to get into today's Word here on Speak My Word coming up next, followed by Joseph Farrar at the top. Now we're going to bring in the word. Fresh bread. Welcome to the broadcast. Speak My Word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis, and we are living in the time of the end. Three, two, one. We have a mission. We will be reading tonight from the King James edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils, and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back, and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus, so you don't come up short. Well, welcome to a program we call... Speak My Word, where we're going to be serving up fresh bread of the Word of God. I'm talking about the King James Bible with no gluten or Horton West got pesticides. Do I hear an amen? In fact, I like that so much I'm going to put it on my Facebook wall. Praise God. As many of you know, prophet scott later has gone on be with the lord and the head is feudal this weekend it is available for viewing if you missed it they streamed it live on uh, soul youtube channel and um it was a great service one lady did talk too long and kind of cut the time short of some other people that was kind of rude it was her fault not the other people's fault but just saying but um we're going to miss Prophet Scott, and the good news is, until we get to see him again, we're going to be able to work with Soulbate. Sister Jen Lathrop is going to continue the ministry, and as soon as she has rested up and energized, we're going to have her back on the program with Alan Chris Moore. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, we're going to be going into um, Matthew chapter 23 today, if you want to turn with me to God's Word. As we're set up for it, let's open in prayer tonight. Father Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Our Father Jehovah, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For Thine art the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Forgive us this day of all our sins, Father God, known and unknown, back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture and action. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every one of us. We invite the Holy Spirit of God to come and teach us the word today. Thank You, Father God. Put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around each one of us. We cover all of us today in the blood of Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Okay, Matthew chapter 23. Then Jesus spake to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do, ne- do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and in the borders of their garments. What is a phylactery? Let's look that up. Okay. In Jewish tradition, phylactery refers to the tefillin, which are small black leather boxes containing scrolls of parchments inscribed with verses from the Torah. These are worn by observant adult Jews during weekday morning prayers. In the Jewish religious practice, one of two small black leather cube-shaped cases Containing Torah text written on parchment, which, in accordance with Deuteronomy 6, verses 8, 11, 18, and Exodus 13, 9, and 16, would be worn by male Jews 13 years of age and older as reminders of God. Well, I'd have to double check that, see if that's what the Bible says, but this is just what the uh, Quora search said. Okay. They make broad their phylacteries, and enlarge the borders of their garments, and love the uppermost rooms of feast, and the chief seats in the synagogues, and greetings in the markets, and to be called of men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But be not ye called Rabbi, for one is your Master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. stop there. Growing up in the uh, Church of God that's a denomination uh, tied with Cleveland, Tennessee, Lee College of course. These are not the snake handlers. It's a different Church of God. And one of the most respected denominations out there, Pentecostal movement. But we grew up in the church and we'd call everybody brother and sister. I remember having Carla Butot on the program in the early days and called her Sister Carla. She was not raised in the same church I had raised up so she thought I was referring to her as like a Catholic nun. <laughs> sister. No. This is right out of the Word of God. Jesus said call each other brethren. Of course a lady would be a sister. Brothers and sisters in Christ. So that was the uh, the name we called anybody in the church, rather than Mister or Miss. I mean, you know, Brother Williams, Sister Smith, Brother Frank, Brother Copeland. You could call them by their first or last name; it would be brother or sister. And that that's just the, the way we were brought up. And I think that's right in line with what the Word of God says. So you hear me use it. I won't say, Mr. Cohen. Say, Brother Ron, Sister Miriam. That's what Jesus said to do. And call no man your father upon the earth. For one is your father which is in heaven. That's what Jesus said. I don't. I never called my father father. Always called him dead. Mom, granddad, grandmother. Of course, you might call him papa, mama. In Latino countries, me papa, me mama. When I first heard that, it kind of sounded strange. Me papa, Chow after a while it just grows on you and just just go native. But I never called my dead father. He was my father as English language goes and my mother but called him dead. Call no man your father upon the earth for one is your father which is in heaven. And I, I do what he says. Jesus didn't say, call God Daddy. Although, you can probably get away with it. Just saying. People say, Daddy, God. No, He's my Father. How did Jesus say to pray? Our Daddy, which art in heaven. He didn't say, Daddy. He said, Our Father. Some may disagree, but I'm going to go what Jesus said. That's why I respect the Father. Our Father. There's only one. Heavenly Father. For one is your Father which is in heaven. Jesus is backing us up here. Neither be ye called masters. For one is your master, even Christ. Yep, you'll see master a lot of times in martial arts schools. they called master. Well, that's wrong. We shouldn't be doing that. There's one master. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. A lot of people want to be the bows. But Jesus said, he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. He's brought low. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. God is looking for humility. God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye, and he's talking to the whole group, when you see ye in the King James talking to poor. For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye that are entering to go in. Woe unto you. That's like the most extreme warning you can get. Woe. There's not anything more serious. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye devour widows' houses, and for a pretense, make long prayer. Therefore, ye shall receive the greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte, means gain one follower. When he is made, ye make him twofold more of the child of hell than yourselves. Woe unto you, ye blind guides, which say, Whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing. But whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he is a debtor. Ye fools and blind. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifieth the gold? And whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing. But whosoever sweareth by the gift that is upon it, he is guilty. That's what they would say. Ye fools and blind, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift? You see, these scribes and Pharisees were not obeying the word of God in many cases. They were holding to these man-made laws and traditions of the elders and the sages. And so they were supplanting God's word in favor of the Talmud. Some would call it the Jewish Encyclopedia. It's a compendium of all the, you know, the uh, judgments and of the the elders, I mean, you know, the, the scribes and the rabbis and so forth. It doesn't literally adhere to the, the Bible, the Torah, the prophets, the Tanakh. The Karaite Jews, they do hold literally to the Word of God, nothing else. Nehemiah Gordon is one of those. He doesn't pay any attention or observe the Talmud, which is what these scribes and Pharisees were observing. And they were coming up with these rules that were binding people up. There's a rule for everything. A rule for a ritual that you had to do before you eat. And it wasn't washing your hands with soap. It was this ritual washing. Pour water over one hand, say a blessing. Pour water over the other hand, say a blessing. Repeat. It wasn't about cleanliness. It was just a ritual. It was control. Some people are control freaks. I've run into some of those recently. And I'm not going to be controlled by anybody except the Holy Spirit and God Himself. I'm not what you call a team player. We must obey God rather than men. Ye fools and blind, for whether is great the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift, whoso therefore shall swear by the altar, sweareth by it, and by all the things thereon. And whoso shall swear by the temple, sweareth by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. And he that shall swear by heaven, sweareth by the throne of God and by him that sitteth thereon. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, talking about tithes here, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done. So Jesus is reaffirming tithing in the New Testament. He said, you ought to have done this. And not to leave the other undone. Has tithing been done away with? Absolutely not. Malachi 3 is still for today tithe and the offering. There's also first fruits. Okay. I had a paycheck for that uh, two weeks' worth of contract work I did, I gave a first fruit offering. And a time. Okay. Ye blind guides, which strain at a net, and swallow a camel. Wow. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter. But within they are full of extortion and excess, Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like unto whited sepulchres, tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead man's bones of all uncleanness. You've seen these monuments mausoleums beautiful on the outside but what's inside is dead. Sometimes seeps out. Look at some of these crypts and maybe the embalming wasn't done that well and bodily fluids over time begin to leak out, start running down the outside of the the crypt, nasty, blood whatever it was, goo, open those things up, not so clean. Even so ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnished the sepulchers of the righteous. And say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Because many of the prophets were killed. Speaking the truth. What God has sent them to speak. You want to be a prophet, you might get killed. Be careful calling yourself a prophet. Many have made themselves prophets. God has not tapped you to be a prophet. Just because you might prophesy. Occasionally as the Holy Spirit gives utterance, that does not make you a prophet or prophetess. That's an office appointed by God. I'm not going to call anybody anything that they demand me to give to do it. You'll know the real deal, and I knew one of the real deals, Prophet Scott Lathrop. Some called him a pastor. He was a prophet. He was a real deal. And I gave him the proper respect. He was called to that office of a prophet. Today, though, everybody wants to put a title on their business card. Some of them have multiple titles. Good grief. I want to be called the friend of Jesus. That's the greatest honor. Be called friend. Wherefore ye be witnesses unto yourselves that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Fill you up then the measure of your fathers. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? People who go to hell are damned for eternity. Eternity never ends. And that's just the first stop on the way to the punishment in the lake of fire. Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and the smoke of the torment ascends up day and night forever. I was so exhausted the past three weeks I wasn't able to go to the gym. And I was on a kick. Every day just about. I'm getting back there. Had to get my schedule upright. I tell you during that time I was not sleeping. I was zapped. I'm reminded of the Bible that says in hell, there is no strength in hell. Remember the testimony of Bill Weiss, 23 minutes in hell. He said while well, I was down there, and just had no energy. No strength to fight these demons. You could be Bruce Lee. Down there, you've got no strength. Bruce cannot do Jeet Kune Do, Jun Fan Fu concepts, Wing Chun on any of these demons. He'd probably like to, but just got no energy. Doris said, Why aren't you going to the gym? I said, I'm zapped. I can't muster any strength. I've been sleeping three hours a day, four hours. My body has no energy. I was going around dragging. Imagine getting zero hours of sleep. You would not have any strength whatsoever. That is hell. How can you escape hell? No energy to do so if you tried, then there is no way to get out. People tried to climb up the pit. One of these huge 30 foot demons with a crack whip goes around and lassos them around the neck and pulls them back in. There's no escape. No sleep, no rest. Just weeping and gnashing of teeth. blaming yourself that you didn't answer the altar call when you had an opportunity on the surface. That you chose to do drugs and evil, wicked deeds instead of following Jesus and holiness till it cost you your life or you suicided because you were filled up with demons. People suicide, they're loaded with demons. And the demons just push them over the, the cliff into hell. Suicide, you go right into hell. Don't anybody tell you differently. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? They were all headed to hell. Unless they repented. Jesus is telling them. Wherefore, behold, I send you un- unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify. And some of them ye sh- shall ye scourge, means beat them, with whips in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city. Jesus said, when they persecute in this city, flee to the next. That's what was happening. They're being persecuted. You don't think persecution is coming to America? Just wait. Trump, thank God, has been standing the gap for all of America. I don't know if he's going to make it a second time into office. Will the election be stolen again? He said, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I'm standing in the way. So true. Who is the you? Christians. Jews. American patriots who believe that our country should be sovereign. They're coming after us all, folks. We haven't seen nothing yet. We're in the lull before the storm. Don't think the South Democrats are going to go quietly. They're going to pull out every trick in their bag to stop Trump from being able to run or win. What false flag are the South Democrats planning next? Now, we can't afford to be in fear, but I'm just telling you the reality of the situation. We're in for the battle, persecution's coming. Jesus said it's coming. Some will be killed. Some will be jailed. Some will tap out because they're not strong enough. When persecuted comes, persecution comes, they get offended and they'll take the mark and be damned. I'm telling you, you will probably not get out of here alive. Mark those words. But whatever you do, don't deny Christ. If you've got to die for Jesus Christ, so be it in a blink of the eye, you're going to be with Jesus. All that other stuff being in the rear view mirror. Not able to touch anymore. We must go all in for Jesus. 2024. A pivotal year. It's time to double down and get on track for the Lord. Get strong. Again, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zacharias, son of Barachias, whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I send you, all these things shall come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them, which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. That's a similar prophecy given to uh, Michael Boldea regarding America. The first bite has come, there's another one, and then there's one coming that the snake just takes her head off. I pray we got more time. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. For I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of Of Yahovah. Okay. That was Matthew twenty three. I don't know if I got time to do Samuel. But let's see. First Samuel Chapter ten. Let's do it. First Samuel Chapter. Where's it at? I said, first Samuel, oh, I'm sorry. It hit the wrong key. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head, talking about David, and kissed him and said, excuse me, I'm sorry, this is Saul. This is the first king. And kissed him and said, is it not because Jehovah hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? When thou art departed from me today, Then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thou went to seek are found, and, lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses, and sorroweth for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come up to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, little goats, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. It did say wine, it did say grape juice. And they will salute thee and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines. And it shall come to pass, when thou art come there to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tabret and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of Jehovah will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. And let it be when these signs are come unto thee that thou do as the occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry, till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do. So Samuel the prophet talking to Saul, who is going to be king. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart And all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came there to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. It came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this, that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets?" And one of the same place answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. And Saul's uncle said unto him and to his servant, Where did you go? Whither went ye? And he said to seek the asses. And when we saw that they were nowhere, we came to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray thee, what Samuel said unto you. And Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the asses were found, but the matter of the kingdom, whereof Samuel spake, he told him not. And Samuel called the people together unto Jehovah to mispay, and said unto the children of Israel, Thus saith Jehovah God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all kingdoms, and of them that oppressed you. And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversaries, adversities, and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before Jehovah by your tribes and by your thousands. When Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri, was taken, and Saul the son of Kish was ta- taken, and when they sought him, he couldn't be found. Therefore they inquired of Jehovah further, if the man should yet come there, come forward. And Jehovah answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. And they ran and fetched Saul from there. And when he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. Ninety seconds. He's probably well over six foot tall. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye whom Yahovah hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. Then Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book, and laid it up before Yahovah. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to Gibeah, And there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. But the children of Belial said these are the wicked. How shall this man save us? And they despised him. I had to deal with some daughters of Belial this week. And Ahab's. And they despised him. And brought him no presents but he held his peace. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We got it, First Samuel 10. Let me save this. Coming up next, Joseph R. Be ready to refresh starting now.